0: This special edition of Downtown Sports is brought to you ad-free by Digital Market Battles, the marketing agency that helps your business fill their pipe with high valued leads. They will meet your conversion goal no matter what. Just head on over to digitalmarketbattles.com to schedule your discovery call today. I am the Beast of the East, Jonathan Perriente, along with my co-host, the Mouth of the South, John Schiavone. And this is a very special edition, a Super Bowl edition of downtown sports, and we will be diving directly into the coming Super Bowl that is to come, and it's a a battle of a generation gap, if you will. The future versus the present and soon-to-be, well, old-school Stafford, Joe Burrow.
1: Joe Burrow just Brock lesnar this thing. He really yeah, did.
0: We Everybody never thought could. this was going to happen. Everybody
1: called Joe Burrow the next big thing. You remember, like I swear to God, this played out like a WWE storyline.
0: Really, they
1: called Joe Burrow the next big thing. All of a sudden, he's in the AFC Championship game, and I said, "I I believe I said it like last week, right?" Yeah. Beat Pat Mahomes, and then I'll I'll
0: put you there. Yeah, I remember when I was uh, a while back, I was talking to. Ian Eagle about this, and I asked, no, no, I, I, I really did because after Joe Burrow, you know, after Joe Burrow got past Tennessee, I'm like, okay, all right, that's a nice win for him, you know. Tennessee, Cincinnati hadn't won a road game, and you know, it was, it was good to see them finally do that. They'd never done it in history. Okay, and then I asked Ian, do you think Joe Burrow is now atop that pedestal of the future quarterbacks in the NFL right now? Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes and now can we put Joe Burrow's name on that mountain and it was yes and after watching him beat Patrick Mahomes for the second time this year by the way Joe Burrow's for real ladies and gentlemen maybe where we weren't sure about it in 2020 maybe we we saw a little hint of what he could do but never did I think Joe Burrow was gonna take this Bengals team a pretty young team at in that point a young kid in Jamar Chase, people knew how good he was, maybe not this good. And here the Bengals are in the Super Bowl over 30 years ago was the last time the Bengals played in a Super Bowl against the
1: 49ers. I believe the quarterback was Boomer Esiason. Here's a very funny story. It was Boomer. A lot of you um, listeners that are, you know, more experienced in life know about this story a couple of minutes before the end of the Super Bowl. Disney is there. Here's the whole setup because they're going to ask Boomer Esiason. What did you do? What are you going to do? You just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do? And then Boomer Esiason was going to go, I'm going to Disney World. And then what happened, Beast? How did that game end? Mm, Well,
0: 49ers kind of ripped uh, the Bengals' hearts out, if you will. Joe Montana, as Joe Montana does. If I recall, this was the very Super Bowl, I believe. Joe Montana did that 92-yard scoring drive, uh, that touchdown to John Taylor, I believe it was, that sealed it for the 49ers. That was the drive that sealed the fact that at that time,
1: Joe Montana was the best quarterback in football.
0: We might have even said, you know, with Brady right now, was Joe Montana about as good as Brady back then? Almost a fair argument. I think the answer would have been yes. Joe Montana was that untouchable.
1: I think Joe Montana had more skills than Tom Brady. I think Joe Montana was more athletic than Tom Brady. Remember, Joe Montana could use his legs as well. Mm. Um, Brady was more like a uh, Feisman.
0: Well, but, however you like it, both of them went on to have very, very successful NFL careers. Both oh, no, of them but, went on but, to win But,
1: but Brady, let's, let's just end it seven-time world champion.
0: Yeah, untouchable. Untouchable.
1: You can't get that. No one is going to ever achieve that again.
0: You know, maybe Patrick Mahomes gets a few more cracks at it, bro. No way.
1: He'll Not maybe get know. like three or four Super Bowls. Good job. Have a nice career. You're going to the Hall of Fame. Tom Brady settled the debate. I remember doing a rant for the WFAN Fantasy Phenom Contest, and I compared Joe Montana to Tom Brady. And I said, even then, Tom Brady is the best quarterback in football history. Mm -hmm. He went on to win about three more championships after I said that.
0: Remember, Brady was a he was a late, late round pick back in, what, 2000. He, he was a late round pick about what? Sixth round. I believe it was seventh round pick,
1: something like that. Seventh nobody round. It was Brady, a coin was, flip
0: and nobody knew Brady was going to be good.
1: Nobody he was a coin flip. Was. Bill Belichick and the GM of the Patriots flipped the coin. Tom Brady was tails.
0: And that's the, rest the story. History. Well, the rest is history.
1: The, hist- the, the best quarterback in the NFL went to the Patriots on a flip of a coin. Tom Brady might not have gotten drafted. He would have been undrafted.
0: Yeah. In the meantime, Joe Burrow was taken number one in 2020. and you know, He won a Heisman, had a great college career, and he could make history. No quarterback's ever done this, by the way, in their second year. You've won a Heisman, but never a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow can win a Super Bowl in the short amount of time he's been in the NFL. Where do we mark him? Where where, where do you put him among – I know it's only barely two years into his NFL career.
1: He has proven that he's got ice in his veins.
0: This whole Bengals team has proven they have ice in their veins. It seems like (laughs) – burrow is not only taking this team on his back everybody else has fed off of joe burrow they feed off of his energy they feed off of the way he plays you've seen it in every one of these players and this this Bengals team when you look at their offense i don't know how many teams are going to be able to match up with this team i'm not even so sure how the rams will match up with them when you have to deal with the running backs joe mixon you have to deal with jamar chase you have to deal with T. Higgins, you have to deal with Uzama when he's healthy. This whole Bengals team and their defense is not to be taken light either.
1: Not at all. But could the Bengals but,
0: are going to be uh, the Bengals are going to put on a very exciting show, I think, next week? No doubt in my mind.
1: They will, but here's the only problem with the Bengals hmm. this is their first Super Bowl. I know they're riding high. They're Cinderella. It's
0: their first Super Bowl in over 30 years that they've appeared in. They, you have to go all the way back to the what late 80s when the Bengals but were last year.
1: The Rams have been here before. The only one There's of you. the Rams that hasn't been here is Matthew Stafford. We'll get to him in a minute. But you know who Joe Burrow is? He's that new kid on the block that comes in and just wows everybody with his talent. Loves everybody. Everybody loves him. He's the kind of guy that can charm you. He could make you smile, make you laugh, takes control of a room. He knows how to be a leader. He knows how to be a general on the field. And if you've seen the drive that Joe Burrow has had to make to get his teams to where they are,
0: it's just unbelievable. And Joe Burrow, I think, really showed you that in the AFC championship game because it didn't look good for the Bengals by the end of the first half of that game. No, it didn't. It was 21-3 and one saving grace, I think if you were the Bengals, they made a big stop at the one-yard line when the Holmes threw a very short pass to Tyree Kill, kind of behind him, and he got stopped. This time ran out. Little did we know the Chiefs would only score three more points for the rest of the game. And little did we know the Bengals were going to completely shut down Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead.
1: His throws were just a little off. The throws that he was connecting in the first half, those, you know, thread the needle type plays, right?
0: Almost godly throws, if you ask
1: me. What happened is this. In the second half, he got hit. He got hit enough to the point where all of a sudden he wasn't as quick as he was before. His throws were just a little off. Now, you talked about Ian Eagle. He called that game on the radio. Yes, he did. And he was talking all about how Patrick Mahomes just looked like he lost a step, like something happened there was something that was off with him whether it was something that the defense was doing but i didn't even said the bengal's didn't stop how they played mahomes they played him the same way in the mm-hmm. second half
0: mm-hmm.
1: but mahomes just lost a step and then burrow gained confidence yep and he just took that team back and they played just an amazing defensive performance in the second half
0: kind of look at it as maybe also, maybe they kind of got into Mahomes's head a little bit, you know, you know, look what happened when, when you play Brady, you get in, you, if you get into Brady's head a little bit, you make him nervous, kind of rattle him, get him out of the pocket. Then you beat Brady. You do that to Patrick Mahomes. If you don't, if he doesn't have time to throw and, and he's indecisive, whether to run or not, then you got Patrick Mahomes in trouble, but it's usually rare to, to get Mahomes that flustered and to flush him out of the pocket as many times, particularly in the second half as the Bengals did. But that is what happened. And now, if the Bengals can, if they can complete this Cinderella run, and I honestly don't know yet what will happen, but if they complete this run with this young team, I mean, a kicker that doesn't look like he ever gets phased at all, kid Evan McPherson.
1: He hasn't missed a kick in the postseason so far.
0: I mean, that's Robbie Gold territory right there. Robbie Gold. Telling you guys, I think the Bengals are not only going to be here for this year. I think they're here to stay for the next five or six years. Maybe more than that.
1: As long as they get Joe Burrow an offensive line. Because he's going to get hurt behind that O-line.
0: I'm sure that's the next piece of the puzzle for the Bengals. But let's look at it this way. Just look at the AFC right now as a whole right now, just look at it for a brief moment. You have Josh Allen, the dominant face in the East. You have Patrick Mahomes, the dominant face in the West. You now have Joe Burrow, unquestionably the dominant face now in the North. No more Big Ben. If Trevor Lawrence ever becomes that dominant face in the South, look at this crop of quarterbacks that we've had over the past three, four years that have come out of 2018, 2016. Look at this crop of quarterbacks that came out of the last few drafts that's in the AFC only
1: but Scary. now let's move
0: on yeah
1: because so from, we have a whole nother team to cover and it's yeah. a whole nother story
0: the LA Rams not too long ago the LA Rams were in the Super Bowl roughly a not much change from that team back then it was a different team Sean McVay was there you had Aaron Donald, you had Cooper Cup, you know, you had all those components there. But back then, the Rams had a quarterback named Jared Goff, and you were facing Bill Belichick and the Patriots. It wasn't a high-scoring game, but the Rams couldn't figure out Bill Belichick's defense. Only scored three points, and that was the end of the Super Bowl for them as they lost thirteen to three. And not too long after that, Jared Goff found himself out the door he was dealt he was traded to the Detroit Lions for one point who was the lions quarterback of their future and someone they had very high hopes for matthew stafford and little did we think would matthew stafford ever reach that goal of getting to a super bowl and maybe winning one and now here he is Here he is with the team, the the team that he's always wanted to have in front of him, the team that he never had roughly since he came into the NFL.
1: Here's the thing. Every single year, Matthew Stafford put up stats that made him a top-five quarterback in the NFL. For about the past 12 years, he's been a top-five quarterback. But who was around him? He had one wide out. One really good one.
0: Megatron. That was it. Megatron. And I mean, he made things work with the other receivers he ended up getting after Megatron left. You know, he made do with what? Marvin Jones, couple of, uh, eh, you know, second tier receivers, not a number one target like, like Megatron. But that was just it. Matthew Stafford never had a full team around him that he can get the football too. If if you shut down Megatron, you shut down Matthew Stafford. If you shut down the running game, Matthew Stafford becomes a one dimensional player. And now you bring him over to the lot, to the Rams and you put him with Cooper cup and Matthew Stafford unlocked the real potential of Cooper cup from a slot receiver to a deep threat. Number one receiver, Odell Beckham, Tyler Higby, Sony, Michelle, Cam Akers, and of course Aaron Donald leading the defense and look at this Rams team that we see now compared to 2017
1: it's a much better team but here's the one concern i have for the rams before we get into the obvious elephant in the room mm-hmm. the way the rams got into the super bowl yeah
0: was not was a very not easy that trip good was like walking a rickety bridge is what it was.
1: I'll tell you what it was. It was the Rams almost. Almost. Almost got taken out in the second round. By Brady. They had a huge lead. Yep. And they limped into that championship game.
0: They were lucky they even got out of that champion out of that game.
1: And then, and then the NFC championship, they were down by double digits yep. to a 49ers team that barely got into the postseason. And I picked them to win. And for about three quarters, I looked very right. But then Matthew Stafford did what everyone has expected him to do his whole career get the ball, take it down the field and get the points when necessary. Matthew Stafford was built for the postseason. This is the kind of quarterback he was. These are the two highest touted draft picks that have went number one in the past 20 years.
0: And now they battle on the biggest stage in L.A., to take home the Vince Lombardi Trophy,
1: and there's the big elephant in the room, beast. We've never had it. I don't know exactly how long the NFL has been in existence. Well, the Super but- Bowl—you have to go back to nineteen. 19- oh yeah, how many years? How many years <laughs> is the NFL? Look, that uh,
0: up. well, the NFL—I mean, before the Super Bowl, the NFL goes back to the nineteen twenties, thirties. It goes all the way back. The Super Bowl didn't come into existence, of course, until what 1966 that was when we had the first from
1: 1966 to 2021 no super bowl was ever held in the home teams stadium since they brought in neutral sites
0: well tampa bay if we want to count raymond james last year last year tampa bay that was the first time
1: and then the next year la la rams Are pretty much a home team here. Yes. So it's a gift and a curse, in my opinion. Matthew Stafford is gonna have all the pressure in the world. In my opinion, the Bengals, like I said, are playing with house money.
0: Nothing to lose.
1: Absolutely nothing to lose. And they
0: still have years ahead of them to go here. My one Matthew
1: Stafford right now, this is his best opportunity to win a championship.
0: Could this possibly be his last opportunity?
1: No, because the Rams are good enough to be there in a couple of years, but only a couple of years, two to three years. Yeah. The Bengals have a five to six year window. It's a big difference here.
0: Yes. Matthew Stafford has had quite an incredible road to getting here. This was, this was not your typical journey for a quarterback like him. Talked about the Lions and how many years he played there. I'll give Stafford this. Despite all the crap, all the struggles, all the management, the mismanagement, and the coaching, never did Matthew Stafford complain about it. Many quarterbacks like him would have said, would have pouted, I want out of here, this franchise stinks, the ownership doesn't give a crap. When did you ever hear Matthew Stafford complain that his team around him was, was terrible, that he had no help, that he, Matthew Stafford just went, went out there and wanted to win. He didn't care. He didn't care what he had. He just, he he didn't let it break him as it breaks a lot of quarterbacks. And as it changes a lot of quarterbacks, he kept persisting, even through injuries, he kept playing. And finally the opportunity came for him to, to finally leave Detroit and go to LA and finally have the team around him that really, he never had his entire career. Finally, a team that wanted to see him succeed. On top of that, his wife recently overcame a brain tumor. Just to add that to all the other trials he's had to go through. So for Stafford, he really earned his trip here. He really earned the respect of so much of the NFL faithful, all the fans. This will be a feel good moment for Stafford, culmination of all that hard work to finally take the Super Bowl home. So
1: we got the old Lion versus the younger Lion. Both of them. It's their first time on the grandest stage of them all. And it's time to really pick this game.
0: Yes. This is going to be a so,
1: When you look at both teams, in my opinion, let's just go back and forth here. Sure. Defense. I think I give the edge to Cincinnati's D.
0: They can get to the they quarterback.
1: Well. Patrick Mahomes to three points in the second half of a championship game. I don't think anyone would have ever thought that sentence could be uttered about the Kansas City Chiefs. I give the edge to Cincinnati's defense. Offense. I know Jamar Chase is good. I know Mixon's good. I know Burrow's good. Cooper Cup is the best wide receiver in football. Odell Beckham has the potential to burn everybody on that field, and he's got a lot to prove. The Rams' offensive line is much better. Yes. I give the edge to the Rams on offense. Special teams, Cincinnati. But here's the thing. I don't think it's going to matter so much.
0: McPherson versus Gay. I don't think that's going to me.
1: matter as much. And I'll tell you why.
0: Hmm.
1: You're in LA. Yep. That's the home crowd. Cincinnati is, in essence, playing a road game. In a Super Bowl stadium in Los Angeles, California. This is almost impossible for any quarterback to do. The pumpkin... Carriage has turned back into a pumpkin. Cinderella's ride is done. The clock has struck midnight.
0: Oak glass slippers.
1: It's not going to be something that is going to be a blowout by any means. This will be a game to the end. I just think Matthew Stafford has wanted this for so long. That I don't think any of us could possibly comprehend exactly how long and how devastating it's been for Matthew Stafford to wait this long to finally get the opportunity to show the kind of quarterback he really is. And now he's got that chance, and it might be the one chance he has.
0: I have to agree. I think
1: he's going to do it. It's not going to be a high-scoring game that Rams defense can play, that Bengals defense can play. The only difference is it's going to be a 21-14 Rams victory. Okay. I think Stafford's going to get three touchdowns. I think Cam Akers, with another week off of rest, I think with another week of rest, Cam Akers is going to be able to pace the offense a lot better, and that's going to help keep Matthew Stafford standing, because if he's standing, he's going to find one of four receivers that could legitimately take the ball and burn you down the field. Van Jefferson, Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup had a season pretty much mirrored Jerry Rice's record-setting season.
0: And a Super Bowl for him will help really cement that legacy.
1: I think Cooper Cup makes the Hall of Fame if he wins the Super Bowl and wins the MVP. Uh, This is literally Canton, Ohio for both of these players in Stafford and Cup. And I think they're going to end up being Hall of Famers 21-14 Rams. Joe Burrow though, is going to play a game and a half. He's going to throw for at least 300 yards. I just think the Rams defense will toughen up when they need to and prevent Burrow from scoring. I think that's just how it's going to go down. Well,
0: let me give you my take on this one. and I think the scoring will be a little bit higher. Not by much, but a, a smidge higher. But definitely opportunities are going to be very, very much at a premium. And I think it's going to come down to a turnover. Who's going to make that one mistake? We saw the Rams. They won that game last week, thanks to an interception late by Jimmy Garoppolo. And I have a feeling that's exactly what's going to happen again, a turnover by the Bengals when they have a chance to go down the field and try to win the game. This game is going to be a little closer than a touchdown for me. But the Rams are going to find a way. They will win this game. We've seen Stafford make big throws. We've seen Cooper Cup make big plays. And I get a feeling that will be the touchdown that seals it when Stafford makes that big throw to Cooper Cup to win the Super Bowl. Rams are going to win this game. The same score they won it last in the championship game, 2017. A little bit lower, actually, than what you had, but going to be a three-point lead and a three-point win, 2017. So
1: you give Gay a couple of big kicks here.
0: Hey, he's had two weeks off, and he needs to redeem himself for a couple of those misses that very much easily could have sent the Rams home. Because honestly, yeah. He makes that field goal against Tampa Bay. That was short. No way that game goes to a late field goal at the end. The Rams would have held on. He's going to
1: get picked in the end zone. And it's going to be sad to see because it won't be his fault. It's because he's going to be getting hit as he throws.
0: Well,
1: that offensive line is not going to be able to stand up to the rush and that front seven.
0: I'm going to be very curious to see how the Rams' defense will get to Joe Burrow. we talked about it. Bengals do not have a strong O-line. wasn't long ago Burrow got sacked nine times. Don't know if that's going to repeat itself.
1: There's a difference between just anybody sacking you and Aaron Donald hitting you. That guy will drive Joe Burrow into the turf as often as he possibly can. To get that stadium so loud and rocking that Burrow can't even hear himself think. And one play, it's gonna they're gonna end up making a mistake. Well, it's gonna cost them the game.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, next week we will find out. It's good to see a Super Bowl finally where somebody different is here. It's not the same. It's not the same uh Brady back here again. It's not the same cliche of Patrick Mahomes again. We're finally seeing a good story between two quarterbacks, one of the future, one that's kind of the past and kind of at the getting into that latter peak of his career. And both of them have something on the line here. Both of them have something to prove. And that's what makes the Super Bowl all the more exciting and all the more of an interesting matchup because you don't know who's going to win. But we're going to find that out next week. Who will take home the Vince Lombardi trophy? Fasten your seatbelts. That's going to do it for this edition, this special Digital Market Battles edition of Downtown Sports. You can listen to Downtown Sports on 16 different platforms. We're on Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Bullhorn, Poddate, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict, Verbal, Castro.fm, and Stitcher. Rants, episodes, digital market battle specials every Friday. We are Downtown Sports, and we are where sports come home
1: want to thank Girl Friday, want to thank Tony Mainville, want to thank Crystal Large for all of them, for Beast of the East, John Perriente. on the Mouth of the South, John Ciavone, saying, we're out. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the big game. Booty!
0: Goodbye! Goodbye.